This episode of Dad and I is brought to you by South Main Hemp, your source for CBD products in downtown Memphis. For more information on South Main Hemp, stay tuned. The OAM Network is an independently run podcast and live production company in Memphis, Tennessee. TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. So me and my dad do a podcast. <clears throat> I mean, my dad and I. Better. Everybody, <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the Dad Night Podcast. That was good. Yeah, no, that really was good. really good. Yeah. Uh, we've been off a month and now we're back. This is the only podcast that dares to ask the question, can a dad be cool? No. And even asking that question is stupid. Oh, man, yeah. right yeah. back in, right back on that horse, baby. Yeah, Here yeah. we are. You are listening to the number four podcast in Memphis. With us, as always, is our award-winning producer, Gil. Hey, Gil. Hey, hey Gil. What's up? We are coming to you live on recorded tape from our new studios <laughs> in the new OAM studios. Paul, what do you think about the new digs? It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, I really I like the way the acoustic foam looks. Yep. Looks yep. nice. Some pretty sweet acoustic pretty foam. Sweet. Yep. No one's going to wave at us. No one's going to be... Li- well, Gil's on the other... There's a glass in here just like the other place, but hey Gil's on the other side. So, Gil, make sure you wave at us occasionally hey, to make sure we don't get lonely in Wait, here. Wait, Gil, can you talk? Yeah. Oh. Gil. So my mic was off, sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, oh we, were good. we were getting scared there. It's a, it's a tight room in here. We're in here by ourselves. Mm-hmm. But uh, Gil is with us. Don't worry. How's it going? Today is Ash Wednesday. Yeah. That Happy was Mardi Gras. It's really over. boring mass. You had mass today? Yeah, it was really lame. You got your ashes? Amir did my ashes. Oh, really? They had kids giving they up the really ashes? They did a really bad job. Was he like trying to mess you up? No, I think it was just he did it too quickly. Yeah. And there's only like one line. Yeah. Is it gone now or is it still there? It's it's hanging in there. Yeah. I tried Were to wipe try- it off. Oh, okay. No, I, oh, so that was that bad. You had to wipe it off. No, like before I came in here. Okay. Yeah. No, it's there. Usually with the hair hanging in the forehead, you can kind of disguise it a little bit. Sometimes you get some priests that really want to... I really want to mess you that. up. It's just, yeah. you know, <laughs> Mears was awful. All right. So, uh, you know, we are Catholic. So that means that we do give things up for uh, Lent. Yeah. Uh, what What are you, uh, what, what is your 40 day sacrifice going to be? I was thinking about doing soft drinks. Ooh, okay. Like just carbonated drinks? Yeah. Or like, I, I can't like just carbonated drinks. Okay. So no laquas. Well, I can't live without the Arizona. So Arizona is is that a soft drink? No. Okay. So I'm talking about carbonated like soda. So Coke, Dr. Pepper, Sprite out. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Yeah. But you do you get Arizona tea at school? No, I I, I usually drink like a Dr. Pepper or water. Okay. So we're going all water at lunches for forty days. Yeah, like juice or something, probably water though. Okay. And we are going to be all right. Here, we just got. Whoa! Wait! 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 wait what am I going to say? We're going on a road trip, dude. Wow! See, this is my, and on road trips. I mean, I witnessed it this weekend because we were on the road, and I was appalled. What did you do at almost every stop? I Bought a Dr Pepper and an Arizona. Iced okay, tea. I did that once. <laughs> One time, <laughs> yeah, okay. and it was because I had like we had like two hours left in the drive. Okay, that's acceptable. Okay, so when we are driving, we are going to be going and doing some. Well, I just had to tours. buy a bunch of Arizona beforehand. 
Okay. Yeah. You're, are you afraid we'll be out in like Gastonia, North Carolina, or something like that, or South Carolina? And I really, we have to like stop places to get it. Yeah, we we'll have to make like we we'll have to search out a Walgreens or something like the that. CVS, CVS. The cans are better too. So now you're you're thinking about this sacrifice is going to be. Yeah. Is that what you were worried about? That like a road trip when I no, said I was, I was just worried. Yeah. Yeah. But I was kind of just worried in general. Okay. So I'm giving up some of the carbs, trying to, and I'm going to try to walk every day. Try to get my steps in. Every day. You've been doing that. I've been doing that, but I want to, con- but I haven't done it every day. I want to continue doing that. I got a new watch. I got my fossil hybrid watch that, that, uh, tells me my steps. Yeah. I'm like an old man. You could feel like a Fitbit. No. Okay. So the Fitbit, I was watching a show the other day and some guy was wearing a Fitbit and on the show, someone came up to him and said, Oh, do you have high cholesterol? He says, no, what do you mean? He says, you're wearing a Fitbit. And I'm like, I don't need anybody to know that I have high cholesterol. You do have high cholesterol. Uh, Full disclosure, I have high cholesterol. cholesterol. So, but that is like, I I mean, that's nobody's business except our dear fans that are listening to our podcast, the millions upon millions that are listening to our podcast right now. It's like a hundred. Huh? How many are there? How many? Hundred? Couple hundred. You don't get to be the fourth best podcast in Memphis by having just 100 fans. So, um, and by the way, if you are a fan, Give us a review. Can I say a few, Shout hun- us out. few hundred? few hundred. Okay. Couple hundred. Yeah. Something like that. So I actually, I was in Nashville at a show. You'll, you'll, you'll like this. And uh, I was doing The Nerve, which is my storytelling thing in Nashville. And one of our biggest fans, Beth High. Hey, Beth. Thanks for listening. Came up and said, I love your podcast. I said, oh, you listen to the Spill It podcast? And she said, no, dad and I love it. Wow. Yes. That's wild. So we're statewide. Well, well state. Middle Tennessee statewide. Middle state state yeah. yeah. So, do you think uh, we have a Chattanooga listener? Hey, Chattanooga listeners, pipe up. Go on our uh, Twitter. Go on our Facebook. As of now, stuff. we know two people live in Chattanooga. And then do, so you're thinking that only the people we know listen to the show? Well, that's yeah. multiple. Huh. Probably. Huh. That's multiple states now, though. Yeah. You're in Memphis and Tennessee. Yeah, true. Memphis Nation, Chattanooga stand up. And maybe Chattanooga, you dip into Georgia a little bit when you're in Chattanooga. So you think we have anyone out of state? Yes. I'm sure there's some Florida listeners. Heather, what up? Uncle Billy. Uncle Billy, what up? He's in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Pat is in Boston. Pat, what up? That's true. Shout out, shout out. Grandma is in New Jersey. What up, Grandma? All right. <laughs> so we're spread all over, man. So you know, we are we're nation wild. we're nationwide. Like at least East of the Mississippi, I could get an, 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 like one international listener. I could do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you hear that, Gil? Paul wants to promote. I can, I can get us one international <laughs> listener. All right, the promotion machine is kicking off. Here we go. Maybe two. Whoa. Okay. All right. Nationwide, worldwide, universe. You're next. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have not been recording since the beginning of February. Mm-hmm. You know, we did say last time that January was was the worst month. Uh, February probably February, close behind. No, February is probably worse. Probably worse yeah. now that we're now that we've survived almost. Survived well, now that the Grizzlies suck. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So let's talk some of the stuff that we missed. We missed the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. It's fine. Fine. I don't really care. Yeah. Not this one. What? Like I wanted the Niners to win. Right. But then you know. But in the end, who cares? It's not like I was. I was. I've been a diehard Niners fan. Right. So as soon as it was over, I was like, mm-hmm. but you have this uh, ability to become like a diehard fan for about twenty four hours, yeah. 
go through the whole cycle and emotions of a fan and then be over it by the morning time. Yeah. But for like for 24 hours, you're living and dying with the team that you pick. Yeah. And it's just, you which know, I think is a great way to, at least you have a rooting interest. Yeah. But you know, it's just, it's, it's tough with the Grizzlies. Well, that's true. It, yeah. The, the Super Bowl is fine, I guess. So there was, two, there has to be two different color teams though. I'm going to spring this on Gil right now, but Gil, we need to do a Sam Elliott update. Beef burritos. So the highlight of the Super Bowl for this podcast, because we are the probably, I would say, the leading Sam Elliott podcast. I mean, we're number four in Memphis, but number one in Sam Elliott content. Yeah. What was Sam Elliott doing during the Super Bowl? He did a cowboy dance off with Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X and Sam Elliott did wild. a dance off. Did you have, how did you think it looked? It was pretty good. Yeah. Some pretty good moves. We almost had to do an emergency podcast. It's crazy. I almost called Gil into the studio as we saw that commercial coming on. Yeah. So, anything else from the Super Bowl we need to talk about? No. Okay. So, how about Yeah, no. Soon after the Super Bowl, we had I have two 49ers on my fantasy team, so. So, there you go. So, you're 49ers. Who did you have? I have Emmanuel Sanders and Raheem Mostert. Mm, mm. some keepers for next year. I don't know. Mostert for sure. I think so. Dude, you can it's hard to get a running back who's going to be like grinding it out like that. He's good off Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, I don't know. I don't have a better receiver other than Julio. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Then we had- Keeping Lamar. (laughs) Keeping McCaffrey. Paul, what did I say the number one rule of podcasting is? Julio. No one cares about your- Keeping- Fantasy That's not your thing. (laughs) Keeping- That's it. Who's my tight end? Gil, we need to start writing the rules down for podcasting. Who's my tight end? Number one rule. No one cares about your fantasy team. We'll we'll put it up in there just like (laughs) there's the no stairway to heaven rule. Yes. In Wayne's World? Yes. (laughs) I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Oh. Rewatch. Got it. All right. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Manuel Sanders. Oh, Stefan Diggs, though. Stefan Diggs. He's better. Yes. So So. you keep Ertz, Diggs. I'm not keeping Ertz. You're not? He sucks. Wow. He's awful. Who's a better tie in that you can get? I don't know. But I I would rather keep Mostert. Who's your other running back? Oh. McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. So you keep McCaffrey, Lamar, Mozart, Lamar Jackson, Ertz. And and Stefan Diggs. That's pretty solid. Julio. Oh, Julio. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Ertz is out. Ertz, gone. All right, so we also had the Memphis Grizzlies, the NBA trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So what thoughts? It's a fine trade. Mm-hmm. Well, they traded Andre Iguodala basically for Justice Winslow and took on some bad contracts. Georgie Gang. Yeah, Georgie George Dang. It's been good. Yeah, it's been very good. Right, uh, and uh, Jordan Bell when he's healthy. Yeah, who's a center. Yep, which we have one now three. Yep, but now you know, okay. So but now Jaron's injured, and Brandon's injured. Out at least two weeks. You didn't know this? <laughs> Everybody, I'm going to vamp for a little while while Paul gets over this. Uh, this uh, podcast just, is brought to you I, by I don't know, I don't know South Main Hemp. Oh, sorry. <laughs> take yeah, come on, take, take it easy. Don't why. this. We just got this studio. Okay, don't, but we lose don't start the Clippers. We had like thirty points in the first half against the Clippers. Against the Clippers, it was bad. Yeah. And now our three without Jaren, three of our potential f- six best players right are injured. So Jaren, 
Brandon. Justice. Justice. Yeah. And Jaw isn't transcendent yet. Right. He's still figuring it out. So we're not going to get the playoffs. And the Pelicans are playing really well. Yeah, but check it out. Here's the thing. No. They, they had a four-game lead coming into this. They've now we lost, only have a three-game They've game lost lead. three games. So they've lost three games in a row and have only lost one game in the standings. So but, they, it's not like they're falling completely apart. But we are about to. <laughs> well, they got the, the Rockets tonight. Which we'll probably lose. Sacramento on Friday. Which we lost. We and lost then you have L.A. You're going to the, the game on Saturday for L.A. killed. So we have two good players right now. Any given Sunday, Paul. It's a Saturday. And today is <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> but that's why they play the games, Paul. That's Not what on I'm Sunday. Saying. So what do you think tonight? Rockets loss. I don't know if if Jaw does that thing where he just steps up again mm-hmm. for James Harden, that'd be crazy. But mm-hmm. yeah, they have. Is Russell Westbrook back? Yep. Now we're gonna get killed. Yeah, and then Friday. Kings, which who we just—they're playing pretty well. They've—they've they figured it out, I think. So. Oh, they play well against us. I don't they know do, why. they do. And but then they Lakers beat the Clippers on Friday as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. See, so, yeah, we're gonna fall out of the playoffs. No, I say we could take a we could take a loss in the next three games because look, it's not like the Trailblazers play the Lakers tonight. Okay, I'm not skip the Trailblazers. And the Pelicans not... play the Celtics tonight. Yeah, but they're capable of being Celtics. Huh. We'll see. Plus the Lakers, uh, the 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 Zion's better than than Jaw. Okay. And they have Drew Holiday, and they have JJ Redick. Zion is a better player, but uh, don't do that. What? Right now, uh huh. He is better, and he will win you more games. Okay. I think Jaw is going to be. A more winning or type guy. Okay. And unless Zion does like a LeBron thing, which he probably will. Which he probably will. <laughs> so, what do we take from this? Are we excited about this team or did we let ourselves get too caught up and now we have set ourselves up for disappointment? Yeah. For a long time, people there were people who were saying, "Don't get too excited. This is going to come crashing back down to earth." When Dylan stopped playing, that's a problem. Yeah, it. I was liking Dylan Brooks. See, that's what happened. That's what happened. You did. You were hating on Dylan Brooks. He's invisible. All right. All right. That's true. He doesn't do anything. Right. I, I'm. There, you'll, you'll get no argument for me. Yeah. I mean, so Grizz, we're with you. Uh, everybody else, have us in your thoughts as the Grizz continue to do whatever it is that they Johnny are doing. Johnny starts shooting again. Ja. Yeah. You're our only hope. Really? So, all right. What else? Oscars. Mm. The Oscars happened. Yeah. What were your thoughts? Oh, Parasite was great. Right. That was really nice. So we saw Parasite win Best Picture. What mm. did you feel like? Did you feel like going in that it was going to win? or No, I thought 1917 had it locked up. Why is that? It's a war movie with an ambitious film style. Mm-hmm. Which seemed kind of... Kind of Oscar Beatty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no one didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't very controversial. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, it was kind of a middle-of-the-road uh, picture that most people would be into. 
or at least old people would be into, and the Oscar people are old. Yeah. Um, so what's, what about Parasite did you like? It's the only movie subtitled, only foreign language film to win Best Picture. Picture. Well, Roma. Eh. Roma didn't win. Yeah, but Roma walked, so Parasite oh, could run. Oh, so Roma, yeah. Roma walked, so Parasite could run. Okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't come with that. Right, yeah. right, right. So it's probably Sean Finnessy. Probably. Dude. So let's talk about that. No, you're talking about Sean Finnessy? Yes, let's talk about oh, it. The Sean Ringer. Sean Finnessy is so awesome. We have our problems with The Ringer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I texted out something today about The Ringer. Uh, upsets me because they just sit and laugh and scream at each other the whole time. But And Chris Ryan. And Chris Ryan, who's the worst at that. Yeah, Chris Ryan sucks. I, we say this every almost every episode. We say, Chris Ryan, you suck. And I just wonder, are there enough people out there who even understand who Chris Ryan is to understand what our beef is? So, on The Ringer, mm-hmm. Bill, Bill Simmons is website and podcast network mm-hmm. Chris Ryan is basically his friend mm-hmm. and he just laughs at everything Bill Simmons says yes and they do like the rewatchables that are not great movies right like they do speed mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and they bring in Sean Fantasy for the good ones because mm-hmm. he's the best so Sean Fantasy his his podcast is called The Big Picture mm-hmm. and you like it. I like it. Why do you like the big picture? Because he is really smart and he notices a lot of things. So you've become sort of- He's got a nice vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't yell and scream and, doesn't. and laugh at everything someone says. Has sort of an understated style. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, everything he says is very insightful. Like what? Give, give us an insight that maybe. So y- while you're thinking about that, I'll explain. You've become sort of a cinephile. You have- you have wanted to catch up on the movies that matter. You want to watch everything and see all the things that people talk about. You've been mm-hmm. watching the Scorsese's. You've been watching Godfather. You watched Speed this weekend just to see what all the fuss was about. So any movie that people kind of talk about, you want to be able to talk about it, yeah. right? And so this this podcast called The Big Picture talks movies, right? So what are some insights that maybe Sean well, I don't know if had? I want to spoil it. Oh, but on the Parasite podcast they did, he had he went like ten for ten on good observations about it. Okay, like I don't want to say that's gonna spoil it. So your his his thoughts on the ending of the movie, yeah, were were very you liked that, yeah, insightful. So do you feel like that has made you more likely to like? So uh, if you had if you heard from a Sean Finnessy that you should go see a movie, you would go and see. You would want to check that out, yeah. Of course, you're very into Quentin Tarantino now, and that's mm-hmm. like his favorite guy, right? I don't know. He talks about on the site. He talks about. Well, I like, think everyone does. Yeah, but he he says in particular that it was Pulp Fiction that made him want to know more about movies and, yeah. and things like that. So he kind of grew up on that and and all that. Yeah. Have a service, project, or product you need to get the word out on? Call nine zero one eight hundred seven six zero eight or email info at theoamnetwork.com and ask about our podcast sponsorship packages. Hey, Paul. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Do you hear South Main Hemp is open downtown? What's South Main Hemp? South Main Hemp is your source for CBD oil in downtown Memphis. That sounds nice. (laughs) 
well, you know, if you ever have trouble sleeping or if you have anxiety or maybe your pets need uh, some CBD oil products or something like that, your main source to get it is South Main Hemp. Well, G-Pops, that sounds pretty sweet. Who should we talk to <laughs> about South Main Hemp when we go down there? Who should they ask for? Uncle Philip. Roman. Aunt Kim. My mom. Your mom. Whatever that girl's name is. Come on down to South Main Hemp where we treat you like family. South Main Hemp is on Talbot uh, between Front and Main Street. Come on by. Hey, y'all. This is Chris Milam, host of The Mix. It's an hour-long conversation with fellow artists and producers where I ask one simple question. What songs mean the most to you? You can listen on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or right here on the OAM Network. So, any other movies that you felt were robbed at the Oscars or should have gotten more recognition? Well, Uncut Gems didn't get nominated sure. once. We already talked about Uncut Gems. We're big fans. Uh, the Safety Brothers. Not anything. Not even for like sound stuff, right? Which we thought the sound was incredible, mm-hmm. right? Um, but anything that was nominated, we saw. You saw. I saw eight of the nine best pictures. You saw what six or seven? Yeah, I think so. What didn't you see? We didn't see the Joker. I didn't see the Irishman. We didn't see the Irishman, but I think we saw everything else, huh? Yeah. Did you see, you saw the marriage story. Mm. You saw, we saw Jojo Rabbit and Parasite on a, on a back-to-back double feature day. Kind of brutal. Which, yeah, it was rough. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to do that again. And Cordova uh, well, for like six hours. Yeah, we had to go to Cordova for six hours, people. Yeah. We did it for you. So let, know that we are, um, Anything we saw else? 1917. We saw 1917. Was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood nominated? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Now you probably, you like that. That's my second favorite, probably. Yeah. So Brad Pitt got uh, Best Supporting Actor for that. Which is good, yeah. Which is good. So you feel like that, sometimes you see these actor awards and that's enough to... Yeah, and I didn't expect Leo to win, but that was the best performance. So you thought Leo was better than... But he was never going to win, so right. that's fine. So what do you think about that? That the Oscars sometimes are not about the best performance, but about whose turn it is to win and who hasn't been recognized and should be. Well, I guess it kind of sucks, but like what, you know, what are you going to do? Give it to like Leo Brad Pitt every year? Not, so, like, not like that, but like, you know. Yeah. It's, what are you going to do? Give it to Scorsese every year? Scorsese. Yeah. But like Scorsese famously didn't win. Exactly. So like until later on. But how many should he have won? Probably like a lot. Well, I mean, he won for The Departed. That's his best picture. And you could, uh, I mean, Departed's a fine movie, but you could argue it's not even his top 10 movies of all time. I haven't seen all of them, so. Right. All right. So this is a thing I found at way, this is from uh, theobserver.com. Are way too early 2021 Oscar predictions. Oh, right. right. Okay, yeah. so what's out there? I'm going to give you the list for possible best picture. Uh, West Side Story. Uh, Steven Spielberg is putting nope, on next. West Side nope. Story. Mank, which is a uh, David Fincher movie. Yeah, Sean Fantasy is really excited for that one. Okay, it's uh, follows screenwriter Herman J. Mankiewicz's tumultuous development of Orson Welles' Iconic masterpiece, Citizen Kane. Yeah. So a movie about one of the recognized best movies of all time. Mm. Are we in? So Mank. The French Dispatch. Let's talk about it. The Wes Anderson directs, the Wes Anderson directs, mm. an absolutely stacked cast that is so overflowing with talent that we don't have the word count space to list them all here. Yep. 
So Wes Anderson, you've had a, you've been on a journey. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> when it comes to Wes Anderson. I don't know. It seems like a gimmick. Ooh. Now this movie seems like but a it's gimmick a good, or Wes Anderson's, Wes Anderson's whole, whole deal. Okay. Style, but it's a good gimmick. Okay. Right? You know? Uh. It just looks like a picture book. Yes. Which is fine. Okay. And I think it looks good. Yeah. But it's just but I, I've always, it also I've feels always like argued, you're reading a picture book, oh, like the dialogue. Uh huh. It's very choppy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and monotone. Mm. Okay. So some people say that this is based. The French Dispatch is supposed to be like the New Yorker. Yeah. And I, I, switched, I, I think, doubt you've read much of the New Yorker, right? Yeah, probably not. But I probably. The New Yorker, a Wes Anderson, the New Yorker movie is probably the the most new Wes Anderson thing that you could ever possibly say. But so, who are some of the people that are in this that are you're excited about? Yeah, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet, uh, and like eighty other people, and then eighty other people. He's all so really like nice. Benicio is in there. Yeah, Bill Murray, of course. Yeah. Wes Anderson Owen, is in Owen there. Wilson's, Owen, Wilson's, Owen Wilson. Oh, Wes Anderson. Yeah. Owen Wilson. Well, it's just when you when you when I look, you know, like when you look up. Uh, cast uh-huh. and it shows that, that first tab that comes up. Yeah, there's like five, six names, and it goes by threes. Yeah, you go like nine rows before you run into people you've heard of. Right. Yeah. So I mean, sometimes that's a. I mean, this. this so is this where the French Dispatch? So a lot of people, and Sean Finnessy has even said this on the big picture that we're in for a long year of talking about, arguing, and debating Wes Anderson. Are we ready for that, Paul? What was the last Wes Anderson movie? Uh, was it uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel? Maybe that was his last one. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. All right, I'm thinking of ending things. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Pretty. This is a Charlie Kaufman movie. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things. Since 2008, 11 of the 13 Best Picture winners have claimed a screenplay Oscar. Four of Charlie Kaufman's movies have earned screenplay nominations. I'm thinking of ending things, which brings marriage story vibes to the tale of a woman considering breaking up with her boyfriend is the filmmaker's first directorial effort in five years. Do it again? I don't know. Do you know who Charlie Kaufman is? No. He did uh, Being John Malkovich and some of those kind of... His stuff is usually very weird. Oh. Uh, The Five Bloods which is a Spike Lee movie. His next feature revolves around a group of veterans from the Vietnam War and return to the jungle to find their lost innocence. And then Dune, uh, which is based on one of literature's classic sci-fi novels. Um, What is it? This is Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Yeah, that name sounds really cool, but it's actually just Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Which is way lamer. Now, he he did The Arrival, and you like The Arrival. Yeah. So... He's a sci-fi guy that might work out. Yeah, uh, Mulan, Disney's live action. Oh right, <laughs> are you are you no, into I'm that? No, I watch that. <laughs> Nightmare Alley, which is Guillermo del, Tur- del Toro's new thing. Mm. The Trial of the Chicago Seven, which is Aaron Sorkin's de- making his de- burial, directorial debut. Ooh. Aaron Sorkin did West Wing and yeah. all that stuff. So that's and exciting. The Network. Yes. Directorial uh, debut. Mm-hmm. And then The Father, which has Anthony Hopkins in it. And they're saying that the best winner will be... Is that be, the one where the, the, he has Alzheimer's? I think so, yes. And then the winner, they say, is going to be West Side Story. Get mad. <laughs> Start to get mad, Paul. 
So they've got some best winners, best actresses. Do we want to go through all that or we, if we you want to go through it? Yeah. All right. So best director, Spielberg, Eliza Hittman, David Fincher, Aaron Sorkin, Spike Lee. Has Spike Lee ever won one? Uh, hmm. I think do the right thing. Did he win for Black Klansman? He did not win for Do the Right Thing. So I'm not sure. Uh, David Fincher, they're saying, is going to win. Well, Spike, uh, Best actress, Kate Wins, Viola Davis, Jennifer Hudson, Rachel Ziegler, or Kate Blanchett. Best actor, Adam Driver for The Last Duel, Chadwick Boseman, Anthony Hopkins, Denzel Washington, Gary Oldman. Dang, that's solid. So they're going to say the winner will be Adam Driver. Okay. Oh. And then Best Supporting Actors, Sorsa Ronan, Jodie Comer. Sersha. Sersha. Sorsa. Sersha. Sersha, Sersha. Uh, Annette Benning, Glenn Close, Octavia Spencer. Best Supporting Actor, Willem Dafoe, Mark Rylance, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac's going to be in Dune. Bill Murray. He won Best Adapted Screenplay. And this says Timothy. For Black Lensman. Okay, so he won his Oscar. Yeah. Tim Timothy Chalamet. Maybe getting some supporting love for the French Dispatch. But it's not him or it's not director or best picture. So I think he should get another one. Right. So if the five, so you're calling it now. If the five bloods, if he gets. No, I don't know, but I think he should. I think that's a good call. I think that that makes sense that Spike Lee has been an inventive filmmaker for his whole career. Even his movies that don't quite work are still pretty good uh so yeah i could see that being something when everything that is spike into. lee i'm thinking of the one where uh, where pippin dunks on ewing and like the like pushes him on the floor he got game no oh the, you're talking the, about when actual the spike play, lee yeah. okay. <laughs> and shoved ewing on the floor and then spike lee got mad and he pippin kept yelling at him like started riot at msg yes that was pretty cool spike famous basketball fan yeah all right so the other thing that we've been doing is we've been taking college tours and we're talking about college next uh sanskrit sanskrit you're majoring in a five thousand year old dead language yes what's your major going to be paul Mm. (laughs) i have a list and that list is top 15 mistakes to avoid in choosing a college you ready for this Okay. This is on uh, fastweb.com. Oh, yes. Number one, rushing the process. Okay. Finding well, the right college a, takes time and effort. There is a finite amount of time to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, you're a junior. Yeah. Think, You'll be in college in a year and a half. Yeah. So you don't want to rush. I think we're doing pretty fine. But yeah, yeah I don't think we, we don't want to wait until the very end. Right, waiting until the last minute or just falling into a college is never a good idea. It takes the most important factor out of the equation: you. Hmm. Being a follower, following a girlfriend, a boyfriend, or a best friend to college is not the choice that maybe is right for you. What do you think about that? It's probably smart. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you want to follow some people to college? Sometimes, I guess, but not really. Why not? I don't want to go to like Ole Miss. <laughs> right. So, yeah. If you follow most of the guys from your school, they'll be going to when Ole Miss. It's, when they're doing that, it's going to be Ole Miss, Memphis, or like Arkansas or something. Yeah. So, those aren't things that. I'll probably the only, Tennessee, yeah. The only reasons that you would go to an Ole Miss is 
if you were following somebody. You don't, also the girls there. <laughs> also the girls there. We'll get to that. Yeah. The legacy lure art. Uh, honor thy mother and father. Legacy what? Lure. 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 Uh, I, lure. 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 Um, don't, you don't always have to go where mom and dad went, right? Mm-hmm. I went to Middle Tennessee State. Mommy went to Spring Hill College. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think there's much of a legacy, a Campbell legacy at MTSU. But at Spring Hill, mom went there and Uncle Billy went there. So you got you got some people. Rebellion on the opposite side is you don't you shouldn't go just because you shouldn't say no to a college just because your parents are into it. Would you agree to that? Yeah. Yeah. But as I say, if your parents are into it, is that a pro or a con for you? Uh, it's neutral. Yeah. So you don't automatically mark it these off. These are easy to know, though. Right. It's not like these are difficult to understand. Well, there's things you got to think about. It's not like I'm thinking about these. I'm not thinking the opposite either. Okay. So yeah. you're not... The, the way that we feel about a school one way or another doesn't affect you. Yeah. Um, well, it's expensive. That is affects... So the way that we are, our finances and our ability to pay for it. I don't want to pay like sixty thousand a year to go to college. Yeah, I don't want to pay that either. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm glad we're on the same wavelength there. Yeah. Uh, you're a diehard fan. Uh, we all have I'm our favorite really teams, but let's remember that just because they have a great sports team does not mean it's right educational fit for you. I'm not going to Memphis, so right. Are you a diehard Tigers fan? No, I'm just saying that's 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 the closest. Who I root for? Yeah, that's right. The temptation to party, Paul. So it's a great party school, but is it a great learning environment? Probably not. <laughs> while you may be Who itching, cares? while you may be itching to get out on your own and party like a rock star, that's really not what college is about. Who wrote this? Remember, whoever FastWeb is. Remember when choosing a college that you want to choose somewhere where you can have a healthy social atmosphere, but a setting that's conducive to the real goal at hand. Do you think they're learning, just copying and pasting from like seven tips for highly effective teens? Sure, I'm sure yeah. they are. I'm sure they are. But yeah, so great party school. What do you think about that? Does that ever does that enter into the equation for you? Well, that it's a party school. That would be cool. Like you would like to go to a school that has a good social environment. Well, a good social environment, sure. But like if it doesn't, it's fine. The problem is, is when we go on these college tours, like we went to MTSU and Vanderbilt yeah. uh, on Friday. Did they give you any insight at all into the party no, aspects? not at all. <laughs> so that's part of the problem is they don't really sell that to you when you're walking they around. They have a category for it on a niche. Right. The people can speculate what it, but if you were, what are some of the top ones? Tulane. Tulane. Like, so if you get the Tulane tour, are they going to be bringing out the beer bongs and throwing Probably beats not. at you and stuff no. like that? Probably not. Uh, number seven, how a student body looks. You've heard the okay. student body is attractive. So what, it says. Maybe you like this. Maybe you're worried you won't fit in. Either way, you should ignore these stereotypes because they probably are just that. That's what I was doing. <laughs> but would you say that's, the, but you said the- well, Yeah, probably. The old Miss is known for having very attractive women there. Would you say that's a selling point for you? Yes. Uh, UCLA, when you were there, you probably a selling point that there was, mm-hmm. right? So there's got to be some factor there, but not like, it's like a deal breaker. Not right? a deal breaker. They can have ugly girls. Be careful. <laughs> Take it easy. I'm crossing the line. Assuming the worst, not applying to certain schools because you assume you won't get accepted, underrates your potential and potentially limits your future. 
Well, I'm not getting into any of the schools I want to get into. So, <laughs> like what? Uh, Georgetown. Georgetown. Uh, Georgia. Georgia. Uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Gil's time you're talking in the mic. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, NC State. Uh, NC State. You think it's hard to get into? But I think just because something is hard to get into, what the point is here, just because something is hard to get into doesn't mean that you can't get into it. Not hard to get into, like out of my range of what I have. But again, that's what they're saying. Just because you, you, you can look at averages. What they're saying yeah. is wrong. Okay. But you can look at, you, you say the average is this and the average is that. So sometimes the average is this and that or are not necessarily what is the what is the average rank for the podcast for the people that get into georgia fourth best in memphis come on all right location 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 that doesn't make any difference <laughs> whether you're a homebody who wants to stay close or an escape artist who wants to get as far as possible the who loca- wrote this the location should be a factor not the sole decision yeah cost obsessions or carelessness I don't know. not visiting Okay. We're doing that. I'm trying to think with that. Not visiting. Relying on reputation. Just because it's highly ranked, prestigious, or designer school doesn't mean it's a right school for you. Pushy parents, number 13. Letting your parents decide which college is right for you or being forced by your parents to attend a certain school is not healthy. Okay. Do you think we've been okay with that? Yeah. We're not trying to push you in one way or the other? No. Okay. I'm not well, going to force you to go to Southwest Community College. I want to go to Southwest. That would be sick. <laughs> Having a one-track mind. And then 15, the college specializes in your current major. So what is your major? Political science. You want to do that, right? Yeah. It might change. Yeah. So one of the things is they, what are they saying there is maybe you don't want to, you might find you like something else once you get to college. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Trying to go somewhere just because they have a certain major when you're a freshman or a sophomore is not always going to be a, I mean, political science is pretty much wherever you want to go. But so, but trying to go someplace in particular because your major is not necessarily. I don't know if anyone's like not thinking about these things. Right. No, but they're saying don't think too hard about some of them. Some of the things, I think everybody's thinking about these things, but not necessarily thinking about like what a priority is or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's stupid. (laughs) It's stupid. All right. Anything else, Paul, you want to talk about? Mm, I learned how to snap. Oh, Paul has learned how to snap. Look at, uh, all right. That's with the right hand. Let's hear that left hand. I can't. Okay. (laughs) So we're about halfway there. We're about halfway there. Don't do that. <laughs> That's good. There you go. And we're still working on the other thing. The other thing. The tying your shoes. <laughs> I can tie my shoes, okay? It's not the right way. <laughs> do you Paul, need Velcro shoes? No. Gil, Paul can tie his shoes. I can tie his shoes just fine. <laughs> okay, okay. He just has a method that he uses. He's come up with his own method with his, you know, his way of doing it and not necessarily the way other people do it. Which is fine. And see? Stop talking about it. <laughs> My two-year-old has a method, too. <laughs> we're out for it. <laughs> Sorry. So I, that's what I'm saying. College essay. Here you Talk go. You want, you, want to set, you want to set yourself aside? Say, I can't tie my shoes. All right. I couldn't snap my fingers, but then I worked at it, and then check out this action. 
right? And then say, I got a whole different method of tying my shoes. And then they're going to be like, this kid is a problem solver. This kid is, this kid is a go-getter. <laughs> and so welcome to Harvard. Here we go. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's the Dad and I podcast for this week, this month, wherever, however we do these things. What should we do, Paul? What? Get out there. Get on Facebook. Oh, right. You know, if you are one of our several, couple, few, hundred, handful, thousands uh, nationwide, international, international listeners. Yeah. Give us a review. Do all that stuff. Also, listen to everything on the OAM network. We got a new place. We got a new place to <laughs> do our thing. And we'll be back here soon. See ya. Dad and I is an OAM network production. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and the OAMnetwork.com. Hosted by Josh and Paul Campbell. Produced by Gil Worth. Logo and design by the OAM Network. The OAM Network is an independently run podcast and live production company in Memphis, Tennessee. The OAMnetwork.com. Power to the podcast. Once again, this episode is brought to you by South Main Hemp. South Main Hemp is now open downtown. For more information on South Main Hemp, visit southmainhemp.com.